0: It's decorating with Dunkin'. Hey, your desk looks great. Really festive with all the
1: decorations. Oh, thanks. Yeah, this Dunkin' Peppermint Mocha Latte gave me a little pick-me-up, and I decided to go for it. Whoa, you even lined your desk drawers with musical lights? Yep, and look what's inside. A Dunkin' Gingerbread S'mores Latte for you.
2: Get Holiday in a Dunkin' with a $2 medium latte, cappuccino, or Americano from 2 to 6 p.m. The holidays run on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer.
3: Back, Sorry for the intermission, guys. My goodness, my goodness. Welcome to Dream Chasers Radio, where you're listening to us on 97.5 FM, Real Community Radio in North Port, Florida, as well as on Bombay B Radio in New York City and the Caribbean Community Radio Stations. Hey, guys, you're on the Dream Chasers Radio Network, and we have a wonderful show for you tonight. It is when your dreams or your planning meets the goals that you've set. Wow, what do you do after that moment when you have planned, when you have worked so hard, and all of a sudden, it's there? You got it. What happens next? This is the thing that surprises most people. It's like, oh, my gosh, it's actually happening. What do we do with this newfound success? That's what we're going to be talking about today on Dream Chases Radio I am your host, Yaya Diamond. Don't you go nowhere. We have a wonderful show for you today. So if you have a video, if you have anything that you'd like Dream Chasers Radio to feature, 2019 is getting ready to roll out. I'm going into the studio tonight to work a little bit extra tonight on my overtime to get all of the videos and the music videos that have been sent to me out to the Roku station, that's right, Roku station. So if you have a music video, if you have something that you want us to put on and you want us to evaluate it to see if it does fit the criteria that we have for free submission, that's right, free, F-R-E-E, no cost to you whatsoever, you need to email us at dreamchasersradio at gmail.com. Again, that email address is dream chasers radio at com. as I prepare today to um actually get everything rolled out and to you we're going to go ahead and play some music that has been put on our station from beforehand I am excited about this whole thing only because I have had so many people uh give us a call um you know, make sure that we are uh, doing all kinds of different things. And I am just, I, I just, I think it's amazing what's going on with Dream Chasers Radio. So, With that in mind, while I go ahead and see where our guest is today, and I am actually using this phone. This is terrible. This phone is way small for this whole thing. I wish I would have brought my tablet because I would have been, I would have been, like, clicking, but I don't have the click that we are today. So we're going to go ahead and take a small break. I'm going to get my girl, Adina, who came on the show not too long ago, with her new single, Blasphemy.
2: I believe that. Oh, 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 oh. God.
3: God. That was my girl, Adina Howard. She came on the show not too long ago. That is her latest single, Blasphemy. Baby, you're a god. You better believe that. We have our first guest on the line today. I want to welcome to the show first. Welcome to the show.
4: Hey, how you
3: doing? I'm doing good. How are you?
4: Good. I'm good. I can't complain. I hear that. I hear that. No
1: complaining over
3: here
4: either.
3: (laughs) So tell me (laughs) about yourself. Tell everybody about yourself. What's your what why what does your name mean? I see you you spell it differently and and I mean how did you get started?
1: Yes, I um yes, I spell it first, uh, with the one because it's my last name, Ferguson. And so, um, I pretty much wanted to go by uh Ferguson because uh it just means a lot to me, my family and uh I just, you know, changed it. I was like, let me just go by Ferguson. And so mm-hmm. I got started. I was down um in Atlanta and I just you know got into the entertainment industry just like everybody else. And um I uh started off acting and then I transitioned into music and now here I am. Wow. So the the
3: the transformation in Atlanta Atlanta gave you all, I mean, what was your experience like in Atlanta that helped you to realize that you didn't want to do the acting, but you wanted to do the music?
1: Well, I
4: actually am.
1: I still do the acting. I actually have a movie premiering uh, down there next week, actually called The Killing Secret. And it has a couple Ooh. of people who are like theater now and some shows. And, um, but I always wanted to do music. I did acting because of the fact it was something that my mom wanted me to do. It wasn't really necessarily a passion. It was just something that I just did. I was like, let me try it out. Let me see what was up with it. But I still I mean I still will do it, but it's it's um it's it's a little bit I started like ten years ago in it. <laughs> and it's a little bit different now. Like it's yeah, it's a little bit different now than what it was then. But the industry is always changing, too. So it is. but I always want to do music, too. Yeah, it does. And I was want to do music, too. I didn't know that I would be doing it uh, good this fast. But, um, I mean, hey, it's, I just go wherever God takes me. God told me to act, so I act. God told me. To start, you know, rapping, so I start rapping. So I just go wherever God takes me. I just know that I'm not in control of, you know, nothing. It's really, you know, on God. Mm-hmm.
3: mm-hmm. Now, you know, it's it's amazing to me that there's so many wonderful, wonderful, uh, uh, you know, musicians, rappers, singers out there. I mean, have you ever found yourself comparing yourself to each to another person, and it kind of like not being into it, like maybe not feeling like you're the, the
1: right person for the job? I, you know what? I actually don't because I feel like we all have our own stories and we all have our own steps and songs. Everybody's thing is different, no matter how you try to be similar or the same. Everybody's different. And um, I don't. I don't really compare myself to, like, you know, I must admit, the closest I got to that is, like I be like I look at people who have been in it like maybe twenty plus years, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I, I want that, I want that. But you gotta think about it. Them people been in the game so long, you know, they've been in the game really, really long, and um, you know, it's it's beauty and continued climbing. Like I, when I did shows, I did um, Fatal Attraction, Homicide Hunter, shows like that. And I you know, I was on TV continuously. It was really good. And um, I just felt like, you know, I ran my course in Atlanta as much as I could. And, uh, you know, now I'm in the Midwest. And I, I think, you know, this has a lot to offer as well as far as, like, my music goes because the, right now the music is really what, you know, kind of paying my bills. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
4: mm-hmm. Now,
3: you know, today's show is about when the goal meets the planning. Have you had mm-hmm. any planning or any goals that actually caught up with each other and then surprised you?
1: Yes. Like, I released a song of Pickin' One and Twos, which went number one in Turkey. And then I did a movie called Couples Night that uh, has some stars in that as well. And both of them went number one this year. Like, when I got into music, I was like, okay, I'm just, you know, I'm doing this. I'm doing this, and I'm having fun with it. When I got to acting, I was like, okay, I'm doing this. I'm having fun with it, too. And all of it really surprised me. I wasn't expecting to even go that far into either one of the fields because, you know, truth be told, I was doing it, and I was listening to God. But I really, honestly, if I must be honest, I didn't really, like, believe I could. (laughs) You Mm. know, Right, and you study and you go to class like an i i I tell people a lot of people don't feel like they need to go to class. class is very necessary. I study at second city in Chicago, I study in New York two times. I study you know a lot, you know, I do the work, <laughs> you know, and I, um mm-hmm. you do this work, you do this work, and in the midst of it, I try not to think about what I need like uh everybody think, oh, I need number ones, what you do? But I try not to think about that because that's how, you know, you get drifted off into a land that you don't want to go into. It's constantly thinking about mm-hmm. success and stuff, and that's when the comparison comes in. So I try not to think mm-hmm. that way. I just, you know, do, I just do. And so uh, in the midst of me just doing this, you know, stuff happened, and I was I'm really surprised by it all.
3: Wow. Now, you know, I had a show a couple of days ago about being surprised, but not only being surprised, not having that confidence in yourself. Even And now, you see, you kind of gave me a little bit of a more of a dimension because you not only did you go for it, but you still didn't have the confidence in yourself to believe that you could. Yeah. When you got to that moment, was that kind of like an oxymoron for you? And now that you've gone through that, do you have now the confidence that you lacked when you started?
1: I you no, know, I have confidence in it, but I'm still like, what am I doing? <laughs> you know, you just sometimes it's just something that you. It's just something that will I don't think will ever go away from me because I'm always like okay what's the catch what what what, what, am I, what you know like what is the meaning of this and I just cause I you tell God your plans and um you know he you want to hear God laugh tell me your plans and no yeah. I have like I just finished a tour like I just did you know performed over in London and in Paris and I I mean. I have been planning that for three years to do that in the midst mm-hmm. of me also acting. So I do still plan things because you should be prepared. But at the same time, I'm I'm still shocked and amazed. Like, I did a song called Floor. I thought that one was going to go number one. And it didn't. It went, like, you know, 92 on iTunes charts. But mm-hmm. that one, pick and one and two, that one went number one. But you just never really know. It's always, like, hit or miss say, right. That's why I'm always, like, you know, kind of sort of, you know. But I think that's what also keeps you humble, too. I think that keeps you humble, that you constantly, like, it's not that you're, like, discouraged or anything. It's just, like, you're kind of sort of like, okay, you know, I, I treat it as a job because I do have a family and I do have, you know, you know things that I have to take care of. Other than that, I have my own like lash line called Match Lash, and uh, mm-hmm. you know I also do all of that. So I got kind of got my hands in everything a little bit. So I kind of sort of like, you know, I'm just
2: still like, oh my gosh,
1: I, you know, like I got to do this, but I do that. Yeah, it's not it's not lack of confidence. It's more like, woo, can I really pull this off? <laughs> <laughs> you you know, you pray and you do your work though you always have to really like do your work you that's how you really that's how you get rewarded is you do the work a lot of people like to they don't like to do the work and I do and it works for some but it don't work for me that way so I have to work right Mm-mm-mm.
3: now what was it like to play the Bantu Festival in Chicago this year tell me about that.
1: It was fun. It was so much fun. Like it was very, uh, very cultural. It was more of like you know, an island feel and feel culture brought together. And it it really was. Every everybody was so sweet. I met um, I can never say her name right, and I love her <laughs> to pieces. She's on love and hip hop, the Miami one, mm-hmm. the one with the afro her yeah mm-hmm. she was the headliner and and it was like it was amazing it was amazing mm-hmm. we all like did well i made some very good connections out there mm-hmm. and i'm i'm excited all about that chicago showed me a whole lot of love
3: chicago is a wonderful city that's where i'm from so i can i can definitely oh, vouch okay. for my people in chicago
2: oh i know my uh my my fiance he's from chicago
1: hello hello fellow fellow
3: chicagoans (laughs) but okay (laughs) so um i know i'm silly let me ask you a question how can people reach you if if do you have an instagram and and how viable is social media to you and to your profession
1: Yes, social media is very, very, very valuable. Now, I do only have one, though, and that's Instagram. Yes, I do. And okay. it's at it's first, it's F-E-R-R-R, the number one S-P, because Instagram made me use three R's instead of one. But, yeah, um, it's very, very – now, sometimes it's not. Like, if you want the people who just – um who want your work, because you have some artists that are, like, Serious, and so they just want their work to speak for themselves, and they don't do social media. And a lot of times, those be uh, those artists they they're doing very very good for themselves too, you know. And, and in that case, that's fine. You don't have to do social media. But in in my case, and other artists' cases, we do it. And I
2: mean, honestly, it's true. It's fun.
1: Social media is really really fun. I don't get into yeah. all that whole bullying thing. That's real too, and that's not cool. But I don't get into all that right. bullying stuff. I don't have time for that. That is just uh uh-uh. uh. But yeah, I I get on there and I post what I'm doing. I look at you know, I get inspired mm-hmm. and I look at some things and I just I like it. I don't. I think it's necessary though. I do.
3: Mm. I love I love this and I'm gonna actually follow you now. So I'm following you now Thank on you. Instagram, which is really really easy. It's F as in as in Ferguson. So it's F E R R R the number one S T. And um, because I'm out in the field, I'm not going to be able to update this uh, the show notes until I get back into the studio later on tonight. Because I'm out in okay. the field, just finished a meeting, so I am two hours away from the studio, and I'm parked in the parking lot of a mall. <laughs> Just so I can get some good good reception. So I'm you people looking at me like I'm crazy, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> but the dedication that you've had to show to get yourself to Europe and to plan your trip, what was that like for you? And was that your first time?
1: Yes, it was um it was my first time going to Europe and to uh pretty much you know, I made some connections over there. I was supposed to be, you know, collaborate with some artists over there. It's gonna happen and you know, it's like I, I had an uh, amazing time. like it took three years. The first the year that I was gonna go, that's when all that that stuff happened with the, you know, attacks over there in Paris and stuff. So I just you know, it was yeah. just the timing wasn't right. And so I just waited and I waited and I, you know, I kept, you know, booking and stuff with acting and stuff. And it's just like when, you know, I finally got a break from acting, which is this year. I was like, okay, let me just let me go ahead and tour. So yeah, I decided to do that. Everything was right. It was, you know, really perfect timing, and I'm thankful for that because it's been oh, what's going on oh, in this world? <laughs> like, ah! You know, you just, you never know. And, you know, you just got to, you know, take that take that leap. You got to just, you know, pray on it and just take that leap and keep moving.
3: Definitely, definitely. And I have one more question for you. Now, a lot of artists have been saying that they want to go from the United States and they want to get to the U.K. How did you go about doing it? well i
1: um I pretty much you know you know I do have a booking manager, and uh that's kind of a way how I went about it um and you know if you don't I guess a way you could do it is you know contact the venues and um maybe possibly see if they you know if they're if they need an open act or artist to perform maybe and um. Just, you know, just plan it, you know, plan it out as much as possible. You know, like, learn learn the culture. That's a big, 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 you know, plus first. And um, even study the language. I say study the language. And, you know, learn if you're an artist and you're, you want to go to these countries, it's really good to embrace their artists as well because you just never know where they may end up next. Like, Paris, and I just recently found out, is, like, the number two, um, the biggest hip-hop, one of the biggest hip-hop, you know, places in the world besides the U.S., which I did not know that, and so, yeah, it's number two, so it's good to, like, collaborate with the artists over there, and, um, the UK was love, too. Paris was love. It was just all love. It's not bad like everybody thinks it is. It was my first time, and I, I promise I got to make my way back. <laughs>
3: well, I love yeah. Paris. I love Paris. I love Europe. I absolutely love it, and I will be going back real soon. So that's something that I really, truly love. I love. I love overseas. And if you ever go to Paris again, Make sure you go to the Eiffel Tower, take enough money with you, and eat in the revolving restaurant. I guarantee you it will be life, um, an experience you will not ever forget.
1: Now, Oh, my gosh. I, have, I just have time girl, to do it. you got to do oh it. I you know, this, this, okay, I so if you,
3: go, if you go to London, you go down mm-hmm. to the changing of the guards. And the last time I went there, because things changed so fast, you know, there was a burger joint uh, right, right around the corner, not too far from the from the palace. That is excellent. Um, then you go to the Changing of the Guards, uh, and then you go down to Paris and you eat in the Revali restaurant. Those are the two places that I will be going. Dream Chasers will be going with me, okay, because we're just going to have a great time. But you have to do that. So go as a tourist for a couple of days before you go up as an artist. I'll tell you, you will love it. Um, the, where can people reach you?
1: Yeah, they can. Um, I have. Well, I'm revamping my website right now, but I also have. They can reach me like at MatchLash, too. I um blog on there sometimes, and um at www.matchlash.com. Or you know they can um contact me, Vivid Instagram. That's fine too. That's that's perfectly fine as well. I normally I'm kind of more hands on. With my situation, I like to be hands on and then rely, relate it to you know my team and see how they feel about it.
3: Right, and then also you have a SoundCloud and a Spotify place where it be, where it can go. What's what's the uh, is the artist the name F? Is it the same as Instagram or is that different? You
1: no, know, it's uh, F E R number one S T on SoundCloud, YouTube. Spotify, uh, title, um, you know, iTunes, all of the sites, Drizler, uh, I think that's what it's called, and just everything. I'm on all streaming services.
3: Okay. And I'm gonna go ahead and update that when I get back to the studio tonight. Uh, okay. First, I want to thank you so much for being
1: on the show. Is
3: there anything we left out today that you'd like to say to the audience?
1: Yes, I do. Go check out Pick and and Wanting 2 on, like, all streaming services right now. It's number one in Turkey. Check that out. I have a show coming up at Magic City, yes, (laughs) this Wednesday, which I'm excited about in Atlanta. And then I have a movie premiere coming out, The Killing Secret, that premieres in Atlanta as well next Sunday. So, yeah, y'all be on the lookout for that. Congratulations. Girlfriend, Thank you, you I appreciate it. Yeah, Thank you. Do, do that thing, girl. <laughs>
3: Thank Congratulations. <laughs> Thank
1: you. Have a good one.
3: <laughs> All right, you too. Bye. Wow. She is going after it and taking no prisoners. I love it. I love it. I love it. Check her out. F E R R R, the number one S T Instagram or you can go to any of our social media platforms at F-E-R, number one, S We'll have that up for you later on tonight when I get back to the studio. We're going to go ahead and go to our second caller. I want to say thank you so much for being on the show. Please tell everybody who you are and what you do, please. Hello? 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 Hello, are you there? Yes, you can hear me? I'm here. I got hey, you. Hey, how
5: you doing?
2: I do it. My name, how you doing?
5: I'm hey. I'm I am doing I am doing excellent today. How you? How how you? Uh, I'm doing great. How <laughs> oh do man. You Equals,
2: yeah.
4: Equally. again. Yeah, equally. yeah. Oh yeah.
5: Yes.
3: <laughs> so, is this Norman?
5: Yeah, yeah. This is Norman Colson. How y'all doing?
3: I do it. Let me ask you a question, Norman. What do you do for a living? And what do you do for your dreams?
5: Oh man. Well. I I used to work for TSA for like ten years, and then we had a dispute, and then uh, I kind of left the job unintentionally. Well, they pushed me out. It was a long story, but I'm currently um, in a market for a new position and job. And I'm writer. I'm a writer, so you know, I write for I write, you know, full time as much as I can.
3: Really? Tell me about really? that. I know you got some stuff on your rap now. Come on now
5: yeah well um okay uh i'm i'm I published three books the first book was under a, another uh was under a small separate company, and I recently published two books um under amazon kindle um that was like um independent offer and basically like i have like one book that came out called the Origin of Aaron Jackson and my new book i just published uh, about two days ago called um Atheon and New Books
4: hmm.
3: Uh now you got a book called
4: messiah
5: tell me about that i like that yeah i messiah is going i haven't i haven't even written the core messiah but messiah is gonna be some craziness it's like this guy this black guy who gets his godlike powers and he kind of like unravels like half of the world like he flips it on his head where he starts like what? going after Yeah, it's it's weird. It's it's weird. It's like he starts going after like he, he tries to do good but at the same time the the government sees him as a villain because his, his tactics start to get more extreme and and more extreme and he, they try to go after him but he's kinda like always one step ahead, you know. So mm. it's like so it's like mm. so it's like an applause but it's like a story saying, What if you had like godlike powers, would you be a hero or would you be a villain? So it's like, do you how do you toe the line, you know?
3: Right. Now, yeah. honey, how do you come up with these ideas? Because, you know, <laughs> to me, to me, that's stuff where you wake up in the middle of the night and go, oh, my gosh, do you want to hear the dream I had last night? That, that yes, right
5: there. How do yes, you come up yeah. with that? Um. I don't know. It's 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 weird. My process is weird. It's like it's like sometimes when I'm writing, I'm looking into a a a a window and I see everything. It's Like I'm I'm watching a movie play out somewhere and I'm watching everything word for word, play for play. And I'm watching and I'm just dictating it on the screen. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how it works. It's just one day I wake up and I get that inspiration. And I just write it down. You know, it's crazy.
3: That sounds crazy. Yes, it does. Yeah, but- <laughs> Wow! When did you figure out that this is something you could do?
5: Um, I when I was like when I was like twenty years old and I fir- and I wrote my first novel and um that's like it hit me like when when I wrote my first novel it it really hit me to write it and then when I when I my got in contact with my friend Linda and she worked with uh, a guy named JoJo who works on the Street Knowledge Publishing a long time ago and he wrote he read it and he liked it so he wanted to sign me to his book company and basically like i didn't know i you know i didn't know it would it would be a passion of mine because after a while i was kind of disillusioned with it with the way with the way everything turned out with this guy and i stopped I like writing that. for a long time and i didn't have that spark and then one day i woke up and i just had this idea of Aaron Jackson, and basically, like I saw everything in my head, and I just went went to my laptop and just opened it up, and I just started writing and writing and writing and writing and writing the story, and writing the characters, and writing the st- w- w- what happens, and, and who, what, when, where, why, and I just sat down and wrote it and wrote it and wrote it and wrote it, and it just came out, and then it was done, you know. Like one day I'm sitting there, one day I have inspiration, boom, and I see it in my head, and I just write everything down, you know.
4: Mm,
3: mm. Well, you know what? It is, to me, that is where a lot of people differ. Uh You see, you have your ID, you know, Uh as a writer. You have your Uh ability to write it down. Some people can be authors but don't have the ability to write it down. Yeah. What kind of a suggestion do you give to people when they have those brainstorms when they have those those ideas that they can but they just don't know how to get it on paper? How do you do that? How do you break that habit of not being able to put it down on paper
5: um not being able to uh well you could they could they could um talk it to a recorder like you know like on a cell phone they have like a recording program they could basically say you know i have an idea to 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 and they speak the idea into the recorder and they play it back and they and the thing the thing is though they have to speak everything into the recorder they have to speak every part of the idea into the recorder and then hear it back and constantly replay it and replay it and replay it and once they replay it over and over and over again they'll get the idea to write it down because it has, to, it has to be solidified in your mind, you know, before you write it. Mm-hmm. You know, some people could write off the top or freestyle or whatever. Some people have to write it down. It's the same mm-hmm. way, they just have to practice it.
3: Now, I'm going to use you as a guinea pig. You know that, right? Uh-huh. I'm getting ready. I'm just,
4: just
5: going
3: to use you. I'm just going to do it. When? Oh, boy. <laughs> you know, because some people have these questions, and I get these questions. I'm like, oh, well, I'm not a rock. I don't know. Okay? Uh-huh. I, I talk a lot. You know, I talk. Uh, that's me. I yeah. got the talk. I have the gift of the gab, baby. But I don't <laughs> have the gift of the writing. Okay, don't ask me. Right. But I'm asking you as a writer. Okay, uh, when right. you start to write down the format, how hmm. many formats are right, and what's wrong? Is there a wrong format? To write a book in, do you write the name of the person that's talking, like as if you're doing a script, or do you write it in a paragraph, or do you say, well, such and such said this, or I mean, how is it? How because a lot of people get confused as to how the formatting is to writing a book. Is there any way that is wrong?
5: No, no, no. I mean, it's it, it's like it's up to you as a writer you have to write in the in the way you feel comfortable. Some people write in um a first person format where they see things. Some people write in the third person format as in they're describing things. But then sometimes write people write in the mix of the two. You know, I tend I tend to write in the mix of the two. I tend to combine every mm-hmm. every type of, 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 of format in my um in my books. You know, I try to write Description, descriptive ideas, and the, and the idea that I'm wa- I'm standing right next to the person, you know, so I'm seeing what he's seeing. So I have to describe what he's seeing, you know. It, it's it's better as if you're descriptive because it it immerses the reader into the novel itself. The more the more the more um you describe the scene or you're the more descriptive you are, the more people gravitate towards being pushed pu- pulled in. Hmm. you
3: know? Wow. Wow. Now, okay. All right. So, you know, you're the guinea pig. I just, I already told you that. But (laughs) but I love it because when I get with authors, because I'm not an author, I get to ask all the questions that are pertinent to authors or people who are beginning to write. When you Mm -hmm. first picked up that pen and you started writing, did you ever get writer's blog?
5: Yeah. I I, I still still get it a, a lot of times. I mean, a lot of times it's the information is not going to flow from your head. Like for me, like when I'm writing, sometimes I could be like, just a, just an ocean, just writing and writing and writing. And then one day I wake up and my mind's a blank. It's like a white blank page. And it's like, I don't see anything. I don't see anything. I don't feel anything. And then I have to go, you know, I have to relax for a few days and then I'll come back to the story. And I try to try to um, sit at the laptop and I try to push my brain into writing something, you know, you don't, for me, my my process is very organic. I try not to force anything. There are people that force themselves to write to go over the writer's block. A lot of times you can, but a lot of times you can't. Sometimes you need sparks mm-hmm. of 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 uh, innovation. You sometimes you need that inspiration to to unlock it, and sometimes you have to wait.
3: Mm-hmm. Now John asked me a question, and John, mm-hmm. thank you so much. John from Illinois. What's up? John yes. asked a question. He said mm-hmm. and this is very interesting now. He says, What mm-hmm. about ghostwriters?
5: I don't use ghostwriters. I mean, I I I have nothing against people who ghostwrite. That's great. You know, people wanted to employ me for ghostwriting, but I always tell people, if you're gonna write your story, you you write it yourself because the person who could write it mm-hmm. good enough is you. I mean, mm-hmm. Ghostwriting. ghostwriting is great. I mean, if you want to make a gig out of it and you can do that, there, there are people who have done ghostwriting and got paid under the table, you know, and that's great. I have nothing against ghostwriting if you, you know, if you want to do it. But for me, I write all my books by myself. I don't ask for help and I don't ask anybody to ghostwrite anything for me. Mm, mm, mm,
3: mm. And how long does, I mean, is there a format on how long it takes to write a book? Mm.
5: Um, it depends on how, how committed you are. It depends on how committed you are, um, how driven you are, um, how passionate you are about your craft and how, and, and the story you're telling. Um, basically, it's like if you're focused on getting this book and getting this story done and finishing a book, then you could, you you know, like when I was writing um, and Nuba, I was dealt with in a good two weeks. Like two weeks, I, ba- I basically knocked out 190 pages flat out. Mm. You know, and I was like a machine, Mm. you know. Every day I woke up and I just kept writing and writing and writing, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh Wow. So I just, yeah, it, it happens like that.
3: Wow. And, you know, at any point, did you rethink writing at all?
5: I don't understand rethinking. What do you mean?
3: Like, did you doubt that you should be writing? Maybe you couldn't
5: mm-hmm. be a writer. Did you I try never to really. I yourself? never. I, okay, I get what you're saying. Um, I never really. I never really. Um, what's the word? Like second guess myself as far as uh-huh. my writing ability. Like all during school and growing up, I always had a great writing ability. During English class, science class, whatever. I've always had a great writing ability. And each teacher that I've had has has said so. You know, I, I've never really taken it seriously. And then until I wrote my first novel, and then people were saying, "Oh, this is great! This is great! You should write this book." Now,
4: mm-hmm.
5: you should never second guess yourself because you know what's funny? When you second guess yourself, doubt—you don't. Doubt creeps in. Doubt pulls you down. You don't want to let doubt and self-doubt pull you down because then it'll stop you from accomplishing your goals. You know, once mm-hmm. when, you know, as a, as a writer, you can't just because if you stop writing, then you stopped. You know, you don't want to stop. Want to keep going. You know you don't want to put yourself down your head. that's the worst. Hmm.
3: wow, wow, it is worth now, let me ask you a question because today's show is all about goals and when they meet your journey or when you when you have a goal and all of a sudden that goal it meets your planning or vice versa. Have you ever right. had a goal or a plan that kind of met each other and succeeded, and then you go, "Oh my gosh," and it surprises you?
5: Not yet, <laughs> not yet. Mm-hmm. Like I have a goal and I have a plan and and the two hasn't met yet, but I'm working towards it. But
4: mm-hmm. like
5: I've met my goals. I met goals in other, every, other areas, but my plan and my goal hasn't met yet. Cause my plan is big. It's a big, big plan and the goals and they're, they're launching from the opposite ends of the field. So it's going to take some time to get there, but in other, in other right. aspects of life, everything has come together for me. So that's good. You know?
3: Wow, wow. Well, if you've been listening to us on Dream Chasers Radio today or on 97.5 FM, Real Community Radio in North Port, Florida, or in the Caribbean on the Caribbean Community Radio stations, I want to thank you again for tuning in. And also on uh, on Bomb Baby Radio in New York City and all of the Dream Chasers Radio Network. We have a wonderful show, and we're just talking about when planning these goals and writing and being an author and, and doing all kinds of things. I'm Norman. Let me ask you yeah. a question. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But I know I'm full of questions. That's probably, you know, my mom always told me, you know, Yaya, be quiet. It's blue because it's blue. That's it. It's just blue. Why is the sky blue? blue." Why do we have to focus so much on the literary and the punctuation? And what if you're a great writer, but you're just not Uh good at that? Can you publish a book without that? Or how, how detrimental to the career of an author is editing?
5: Okay, I I could give you a, a personal situation where I was dealing with my first book, my well, my second, my first published book, self-published book with um, Aaron Jackson. The thing is, though, everybody loved the story, but a lot of people said that the grammar was off and the some of the spelling was off and some of the sentences was off. Now, that wasn't due to me, per se, because I had it edited twice. And when I uploaded the book, it was it, it, in in the translation, the conversion to Amazon, it got messed up. And I didn't. And I was so gung ho to put the book out. I didn't really, <clears throat> I didn't really focus on revising it until recently. And a lot of people liked the book because it was still readable. It's just that a few, a few misspellings, a few grammar. The thing is, though, I think in the liter- literary world, they place such a high importance on word structure. Grammar, run-on sentences, ap- po- apostrophes, punctuation—they put so much emphasis on it because it has to be flawless in the a, in a delivery. Because it has it actually has like a building block, you know. It, it was been it's been language has been in our DNA for centuries. As far as you know, translating and writing books, it has to be perfect because you know it's funny. You know what? It's like it's like you're driving down a road, and the grammars and misspellings are like potholes. You don't want to hit the potholes. You want to go around them, you know. But you don't want to have the, the 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 street totally destroyed by potholes. It is an undrivable street. Each book is like a street. You don't want to have too many pot, potholes that messes up the readers driving in the book. You know. You just want to have a smooth ride. You know. So
4: you you, you
5: if you feel that the grammar's off, my advice is to always. Self-edit your book, or get somebody to 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 do to, to do like a proofread, you know, and and to show you where where things are wrong, you know. So get somebody who who knows what they're doing, you know. Or if you know what you're doing and you and you want to take your time and redo it, then redo it, you know. You right. want to have the best wow. book, best looking book possible. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. And what I mean, mm. what do you suggest the person does when they first sit down? I mean, if I'm going to write a book, I mean, what, what should they be thinking about? What is the process that they should think about when they kind of decide they want to write a book? I mean, it's just not writing a book.
5: Mm. The process of writing a book. It, it's hard to explain because everybody has a certain, um, like a certain, uh, say, like a strong, a strong suit. Like my strong suit, like my... My strong suits in writing tend to be focused on like the genres. I tend to focus on action, sci-fi, fantasy, fighting, um, anything with action in it, really, because I was an 80s baby, so I grew up on action movies. So I was kind of like that's, a, that's been my mode for like a, the longest time. I don't have a, I don't really have a romantic, romantic bone when I'm writing. It's like I write, I write, I'll write a little. Passage in the book of of, two, of a man and a woman getting along and they like each other. I'll write a romantic passage, but I'm not Nicholas Sparks, okay? So I know I'm not Nicholas Sparks, so I have to I have to play to my strengths. I can't play to my weaknesses, you know. But if you uh-huh. if you if you as a writer writing a certain genre then focus on the genre that, that you feel great in you know if you feel that oh this is a great this is a great great romantic story this is a great love story this is a great action story sci-fi fantasy whatever focus on writing towards mm-hmm. your strengths you have to find out what your strengths are as a writer i can I, I mean i can't personally tell a person what their strengths are you know as a writer you have to figure that out figure that out for yourself what type of genre you want to write in and what is the strongest suit of, strongest suit that you feel comfortable in <laughs> Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now,
3: okay. So the last question <laughs> I do have is: Okay, you 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 finish writing your book, you got it. Yeah. It's it's edited. It's perfect. I mean, you went through it. It's like flawless. You got it. What are you do next? It's like okay, start the presses. What comes after that?
5: But uh, right now, after because if you if you're not signed with a book agent. Or a book publishing company, a major, major like book publishing company, you got to market it. If you really want your book to shine, you got to market it. You got to put yourself out there. You got to really, really, really put your hands in these people's in and and you know and in, in people's books. You really got to put your books in people's hands. A lot, like, you know, it's funny. It's not like it used to be where um where you could just sign a deal and basically they they market it for you those days are kind of like not, not there anymore. So you really have to be like a grassroots type of initiative. You really have to go out there and you really have to hustle and really have to push yourself as far as getting the word out and spreading the word. It's hard. It, it sucks because – I look at these other offers and they get these book deals like these seven figure book deals and basically they have a huge machine pushing pushing the books out for 'em, like they they come out of nowhere and you're like, Buy the best seller from this so and so news person. You never even heard of this person before, but then they got advertisements on the radio, advertisements on T V, advertisements on cable. But the good thing is that the internet is a great equalizer. The internet has been mm. a boom to a lot of offers who couldn't break in the door and market their books before, because now the marketing is mostly done online. You have access to online, so you have to figure out a way to push your book and push yourself online. I mean, yeah, you're gonna have to show up physically sometimes to to hand out flyers or whatever to talk to people in person. But other than that, the global reach of online, once it spreads and it builds a a, a buzz to it, you could you could probably reach on a worldwide audience. You know, better that way. You know, you have to market yourself. You have to push it, push it, push and push, you know, as much as you can. You know, wow. and my and my advice is, have money. It costs money to push. You need money. You can't do it being broke. You need to have money. Mm.
3: Mm. But I want to thank you I for being a, Is there anything that you like? Anything to say that now?
5: Um I don't know. I I can't hear you. Can you guys speak I, my signals kinda of getting messed up here? Um is
3: that
5: like oh. oh man, I can't. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm I'm breaking up on my end. I don't know if I can hear you right. Um Oh, okay. You can hear me? But is wait, there wait, anything you
1: else you'd like to say? I hear you. Uh,
5: Oh, yeah, yeah, I can hear you now. it's better my reception, is better. I'm sorry about that. um I just wanna, oh. I just want to tell people to not give up if you if you feel if you feel like a, a fledgling writer and you feel that nobody's gonna buy your book, don't even, don't even listen to doubt in your head don't push the doubt out, push anything that that's holding you back out, you have to really just finish your book and push it out there There's so many avenues to do it now you have no reason to make excuses, you know what I'm saying. The worst, the worst, mm-hmm. you know, for me, my for me, it's like, out of all my family, I'm the only one who's really interested in my books, which is which is, which is sad, because it's like, you expect your family to, to be the biggest cheerleaders, and a lot of times, that, gets, mm-hmm. that, that can depress you when they just don't care, so, for me, right. it's like, to me, it's like, damn, I want my mom to read my book, because she, she reads, my mom reads uh, Danielle still, but she won't read my book, mm-hmm. and I'm like, why don't she oh, read wow. this trash? Why don't she built you not know, go so till I said that though? Why don't she read that trash? She can read my book, but she don't want to read my book, but she read Danielle still.
4: Fuck!
5: Get out of here, Danielle still Nonsense. <laughs> That's nonsense, yeah.
3: man. I hear
0: you.
5: Uh, I hear you. But people yeah. have
3: their preference, you know. You can't force a person to read the book. And unfortunately, you can't even force your own parents to read your books. You just got to tell you
5: decide, tell me about you know?
3: it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Norman, I want to thank you, Norman, for being on the show. And we no will problem. have your information up as soon as I get back to the studio. And if you don't know, I'm in the middle of a parking lot at a mall somewhere stuck in the middle of Florida on my way back to
5: the studio tonight. Well you know what before 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 I go, I just want to tell everybody to please purchase um Nuba Anuba right now. It's really it's on sale at Amazon.com. Um it's Mm -hmm. on Kindle. If you have Kindle you can pick it up there. If you're on Tableau it's on Tableau. Just follow just Google. Just go to um Go to Norman R. Colson or Norman Colson on Tableau, or go to Amazon and put Norman R. Colson. If you see The Origin of Aaron Jackson or Atheon the Noble, you can pick up any book you want right now, and it's only $10. Awesome. You know?
3: Awesome.
4: Yes.
3: Awesome. Norman, thank you. We will have those links up and available to you before the night is finished. Ah. All right. <laughs> As right. soon as I get back in the studio, I'll be working overnight and burning those candles on both ends. But to make sure that everybody can get their hands on a copy, at least go to your site and see what you got going on. And you have a lot going on. Thank you so much, Norman, for being on the show.
5: You're welcome. It's been an honor.
3: And the honor is mine, and you can't take All right. it. <laughs> so thank you.
4: <laughs>
5: All, okay.
3: right. All right. Bye. bye. Wow. Wow and wow. What an amazing, amazing, just an amazing writer, inspiration. Um, Wow. I I just have to say that that was just amazing. And I have one more guest for you. We're going to go ahead and take this caller in one second, a short break, guys, and we'll be right back. Don't you go nowhere. You're listening to Dream Chasers Radio with your host, me, Yaya Diamond. And I'm going to take a short break, I mean really short. Give me one second here. I have to get my ducks in a row. And, uh, again, you're listening to us on 97.5 FM, Real Community Radio in North Florida, as well as Bomb Baby Radio in New York City, the Dream Chasers Radio Network, and the Caribbean Community Radio Station.
0: This is Recy D. I am a new upcoming author, and I just wrote a book called Nice for What. And I just want to call in and let everybody know who I am, and you know how to get it, and a little things, a little stuff about it.
3: Awesome! Thank you so much for being a guest on the show.
0: No problem at all. Thank you, you for hear having me, good? me.
3: No problem. Can you hear me good? Yes. I want to Can make sure I'm coming me? through real good. Awesome. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Yes. All right, so I have a few questions for you today. Now, all right, so we had an author on earlier, but I did not ask him some of these questions, and I I kind of held on to some of these questions for you. Um, So, you know, being an author and, and putting out your new books and everything, where do you get your ideas from?
0: I get my ideas from music. I love music. And when I hear a song, I picture what the artist is going through. I picture what they're going through, how they're feeling, and I ask myself, what could have them feeling this way, whether it's sad, whether it's love or anger? I put myself in that mood, and I come up with the storyline.
3: So, okay, you say you have a new book out. What, What inspired you to write this book then? I mean, was it music or was it something different?
0: It was kind of both. The book that I wrote is called "Nice for What," and you know, of course, you know that you know that name because of the song by Drake, "Nice for What." When I first heard the chorus, it just it had me thinking. I'm, wow, nice for what? That's it. it gotta have a deeper meaning. You know what I mean?
4: Mhm.
0: I think about it. Us as women, we sometimes go get so deep in a relationship, we lose ourselves, and we just accept so much from a man. You know, it's women out here that being cheated on constantly by their partner or belittled or even abused mentally, physically, emotionally, and we deal with it because it's a stigma being a ride-or-die chick. And because of that, a lot of women chalk it up to, oh, it's just a part of a growing relationship. He'll grow, you know, things like that. So we smile and we accept it, and we even change ourselves to conform to our partner's happiness. But at the end of the day, what makes us happy? You know? So when I heard the song and I heard the chorus, and I was like, yeah, nice for what? What do I have to be nice for? Be nice for myself. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't, who will? Right? And that was the meaning that I got from the song. And the book, the book just kind of wrote itself from there.
3: So the book is about Specifically, like that's what the book is about, like being nice for what? Like why am I gonna be nice when this person is trampling all over me? And I mean, this is what the book
0: is about, right? It's a it's a book about a woman finding herself. It's a book about a woman finding oh. herself in a marriage. You know her? Yep. Yep, it's a we lose the ourselves. Are and Darlena. We lose ourselves. Sometimes we really lose ourselves in a relationship. You know, and it's even from from back in the day, we was always supposed to be the happy house housewife, you know, and it's like
4: mm.
0: at some point you have to be happy for yourself. You can't just be a man's trophy.
3: Mm. You, you know, you're right. We lose ourselves. We do. Because, I mean, we get caught up in the day-to-day, the kids, the husband, the job, the food, the dinner, the breakfast lunch. It's like, okay, my gosh, my gosh. So, okay, so I did ask the previous writer, well, what is your writing process like? Hello? I think we're having connection issues. Please, no. Hello? Please call right back in, please. Call right back in RCD. D call back in please so we as we wait for her to call back in she's right we do lose ourselves we lose ourselves in all kinds of different ways and um, I do believe that this book here that she has written has touched on a lot of different points and I am just amazed at the fact that she's getting her uh, her points from songs that is amazing truly amazing and I, I absolutely love that oh wow let me try to get her back on see if we can get Rishi back on the line See, this is why I sit in one spot when I do these calls, so that way I can contact. Is that Reese? Is that Reese? Please say it, yes, Reese.
0: Yes, I'm back.
3: Oh, girl, thank you so much. Hallelujah. All right. <laughs> I hate when this happens. I hate when it happens when I when the drop call like that. But you know, I wanted to find out what your writing process is like.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> You know, since most of my books are based off of songs that I hear, the first part of my process is listening to the song. I listen to it nonstop. I mean, it's constantly on repeat, on repeat. I look up the lyrics, and I just try to understand the tone and the mood so I can create a storyline. And once I get that storyline, you know, I just, I go from there. I make a characters list. I do the plot points, and I just wait until everything is completed, and I pull out my laptop, and I just I let my fingers do the walking.
3: Mm. I have never, ever heard of someone going to songs to write a book. This is the first time I have ever heard of this, and I've been in this industry interviewing people for 11 years.
0: Yeah, it's a lot what a lot of people don't realize is, you know, when you hear a song, it's it's always a deeper meaning, you know, it's always a story being told. And you ever wonder when you hear a song like, what got them to this point? And that's me. I -hmm. tell a backstory. (laughs) You know, I just kinda make up my own backstory Mm -hmm. to what I feel like the song is about. Mm Mhm.
3: Now how long does it take you to write the book then?
0: Well, It takes me about three, I want to say three to four months to write a book. Three to four Mm -hmm. months to write a book because, you know, first of all, greatness takes time. You know what I mean? (laughs) Greatness takes time, but at the same time, I I don't want to put out anything that's rushed. You know, I can't allow myself to put out a rushed piece of work. So even mm-hmm. after I finish a book, I go back and I reread it at least three or four more times, just to make sure mm-hmm.
5: the punctuation
0: is correct, all the characters are speaking in their own point of view, and to make sure that once the book is in front of the readers, they there will be no confusion, and they can just mm-hmm. enjoy the story.
3: Writing from the, the songs, you're getting your ideas from the songs, you're doing that backstory, so how How important is research to you when you're writing a book?
0: Research is very important. It's it's very important to me because I would hate to put out anything and someone reads it, and then they go and try to do it themselves, and it it doesn't go the correct way because I didn't write it the correct way. Mm. So I research everything. If I haven't experienced it myself, I look it up. Because I owe my readers that much. I owe them that much. Right. It's like writing to drive a car the incorrect way, and then someone read it, and in their mind, they go, Oh, well, I remember reading that this is how you do it. And they get into a car today. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, just, it's, it's subtleties like that in my writings that I just want to make sure that no matter what I put out, I'm putting out my, the truth.
3: Right. Right. My gosh. And I never knew that there would be research. You know, now that I'm hearing this, you know, you got you got the music, and I never thought that there would be a research going into writing a book from a song. You know, what, what was the strangest thing you ever had to research for for your book? I mean, since you're doing it by songs, there's got to be a story behind something.
0: I mean, I research so much. Like, you know, like I say, I look up lyrics. I researched certain things like that, but the strangest thing that I really had to research, and I know it's gonna be crazy, but slang because it's it's an urban book, so I really had to look up slang words for penis, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I know it's like wow, but you know you can't always just say the D word, and this you want to make it seem some type of way. So like like if you go through my search history, you like slang words for penis, huh?
3: Yep.
4: <laughs> oh my That's god. That's <laughs> there.
3: Well, okay, wait, wait, wait now. What is the slang
0: word for penis? <laughs> you could put um, like certain things that I use, his growing member or his manhood stood proudly, things like that. Oh
4: to make gosh. it sound
0: like you know what we're talking about, but you don't want to be too direct, you know? Just in case a kid accidentally opened a book, you don't want to be like, oh, you know, oh. real quick, you know. Oh, yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness, girlfriend. Oh, my <laughs> Okay, I ain't going to – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep going now, okay? <laughs> so when did you know you wanted to be a writer, and how did this happen for you?
0: You know, uh, writing has always been my passion. You know, I've always been a storyteller. When I was younger, I would make up these crazy stories about my life just to see people's reaction. Like, that was me. I would just create a whole universe and tell people just to see how they react. You know, I remember one time in eighth grade, I told my friends this crazy story about how I was involved in this big shootout. You know, and I'm joking and laughing, and, you know, they're believing it. And the teacher overheard. And later on, later on in the year, at my eighth grade graduation, my teacher actually had me stand up and thank God that I was still here because of the incident. When I say, you should have seen the look on my parents' faces, priceless. Priceless, but hilarious. And right there, I knew I wanted to write. Right there at that moment, if I knew that these stories could go that far, I knew I had to write. And I came across a fan fiction site And I just started adding short stories and it just, it went from there.
4: Mm, mm, It went mm. from there.
3: Wow. Wow. So, okay, how realistic are your books then? You know, these stories, I mean, a
4: a shootout, that's so funny. (laughs) (laughs) No, I know.
0: (laughs) I was crazy back then, but I try to make my stories as realistic as possible. You know, even though it's fiction, I want it to still be relatable. So I use realistic body shapes. Like when you read my story, it won't be, oh, she had a big stripper booty and her face was beat to the gosh. It's going to be an average chick with uh, uh, one boot bigger than the other, you know, a little pud here and there. It's an average, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's, that's how realistic I want it to be. I have my characters. They have realistic conversations. Like when you hear Lena and her best friend talking, I want people to be like, oh, wow, me and my friends talk like this all the time and really relate to the characters and relate to what's happening. You know, so I even keep up with the different memes and the different quotes and the different sayings that's on Instagram and Facebook. I put it all in there because I want people to laugh and really be like, wow, I could be living this life. You know, so Mm -hmm. you know, so everyone can feel it, and it can kind of feel like home almost. You know, like wow, this is home. You know, I know her mom reminds me of my mom, things like that. Mm -hmm. So I try to make it as realistic as possible.
3: Wow. Well I want to thank you guys for listening to us on Dream Chasers Radio and also on ninety seven point five FM real community radio in Northport Florida and all of the Caribbean and the Caribbean community radio stations and the and, and then Bomb Baby Radio in New York City. You know, we're we're talking to um a a wonderful writer, VCD, who is on here talking about how she's she's going about writing her books to music, like with music. So the storyline is a song that goes through her head. My gosh, my gosh, my gosh. So will you I will you be writing any more books?
0: I definitely um this book is actually a three part series. Um I'm working on the second one. The second one is gonna be called I'm Jaded. And the third one is gonna be called In My Feelings. They're all based off of Drake songs right now. These three the three series is based off of Drake songs.
3: Mm. Mm. I love it. I love it. I absolutely love it. And I mean, you know, okay, so this this storyline here that we're we're on today is when your plans meet your goals. What what kind of advice would do you have for other writers or aspiring writers for that matter?
0: I just want to let all the writers know to always believe in your words. Your words are are your wand. It's your power, and you have to always believe in them. You know, give yourself daily writing goals. And even if you don't complete those goals, don't feel upset. Just never go a day without writing. If this is something that you want to do, you have to always work on yourself. And this is the biggest thing. Always get some test readers that will be 110% honest with you. You don't ever want to get someone to read your stuff that's a yes man. And that's going to say, yes, it was good. Yes, it was awesome. You want someone that's going to always tell you the truth. So you can always better yourself and better your writing. Mm,
3: I like that. No, yes, man. No, yes. Where can people reach you?
4: You can reach me. Out i on all
0: the outlets. You know, Facebook, Recy D, R-E-C-I-E, D. On Twitter, Recy D with the number two. And on Instagram, Recy underscore Dior, D-I-O-R. And definitely follow me for it. book discussions, video reviews, updates, and more. Definitely check me out.
3: Definitely, definitely. You know, Reese, it has been such a pleasure having you on the show. And you guys, you guys know I'm parked in the middle of some kind of mall, stuff. So I have no idea where I'm at. So as soon as I get back to the studio, we will have all that information up for you for the last two shows. I have been on location. Reece, what what do you say? When someone asks you, hey, if there was another way that you could get your idea, you know, not by music, but another way, what would that way be? What would you answer them?
0: Life situations. Everything I go through is a story. Everything anybody goes through is a story. So all my life situations, I put them in a book. Even even with the music. When you read certain things, this is my life, I'm telling you guys. You know, it's a part of me in every book that I put.
3: That's beautiful. Recy, thank you again so much for being on the show. We're going to have all her information up on our Facebook page, as well as all the people that were on the show today. Recy, is there anything that we left out today that you'd like to say to the listeners?
0: Um, No, just... Keep a lookout for the series. I'm Jaded is coming early 2019, so just keep a lookout because I'm coming, and I'm coming strong.
3: I hear that, Cecilia, I'm ready for you. Go ahead, girl, What?
4: <laughs> oh, you know what? One I'm thing. So I'm sorry.
0: You. Yes. One more thing. You can find my books on Amazon. Just go mm-hmm. into the search bar and search Nice For What ReCD, and it'll come up. It's a Kindle version, and it's a print version.
4: Good, awesome,
3: awesome. Recy, thank you again so much for being on the show.
0: Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you. Thank you so much.
3: Oh, it's been such a pleasure. Thank you. Have a good night. And that was Recy D. You too, Recy. And that was Recy D. And I'm telling you, we have had a wonderful show tonight. And just be on the lookout for all those links and stuff. If you'd like to link up with us on Facebook, Instagram, anything like that, just look for me, Dream Chasers Radio or Yaya Diamond. Either way, you'll find me. And, you know, you'll find them as well. We're going to have their information up on our Twitter, on our Instagram, on our Facebook page, and we're going to be doing a lot of different things. we got some beta coming up. We also have our Roku station getting ready to be launched in January, where we'll have a lot of different things rolling out for you, the listener. And not only that, the aspirations and the dreams and the goals that everyone has in common, remember, we're all going after the same thing, happiness. Just be happy in what you're doing. Be 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 content with where you're at. And understand that you're not going to always be there, and you're going to be moving forward. I want to thank you again so much for tuning in to Dream Chasers Radio. I am your host, Yaya Diamond, and I am looking forward to getting back to the studio. It's going to take me another couple of hours of driving, but I tell you what, it is a pleasure, and such a pleasure it is for me to be on the the Dream Chasers Radio Network, bringing you people even when, It's inconvenient for me. You know why? Because I love it. I absolutely love this. This is amazing to me, and it's so delightful to to hear from people who are going after their dreams, even if it's not my dream, it doesn't matter. It's still a dream. Not, not going after and not being jealous of them, but being inspiring, being supportive. Those are the goals that I have that I'm doing for people that are on the station, and not only that, for you as well. I want to thank you for tuning in and making these 11 years over I don't know how many millions of listeners we have, and we have over 1.5 listeners a month between all the stations and, and, and Spotify and all that. I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Without you, we would not be here. It would be useless. But I'm thanking you. And I'm also saying, if there is a goal or a dream that you have, that you want to go after, please don't neglect it. Go after that dream. Go after that goal. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do not neglect it because guess what? This is only going to go around one time as far as I know, and after that, it, it's over. So don't ever, ever negate to go after your dream. This has been another edition of Dream Chasers Radio with me, your host, Yaga Diamond. Thank you so much for listening to us on 97.5 FM, Real Community Radio in North Florida, the Caribbean Community Radio, all the Caribbean, Mahal, Bahamas people, Jamaica. I love you guys. I love you. I love you. Bomb Baby Radio in New York City. What's up, my Brooklyn? Bronx, New York, New York, Manhattan. What's up? All right. And also the Dream Chasers Radio Network. And I want to give a special thanks out to India. India, thank you guys so much for listening. I love you over there. And don't forget to what? Dare to be different, baby. Every single day, all the time.